Today, we're gonna to explore nine Google Business Profile ranking cheat codes. You already know just how important Google is in terms of getting discovered and found by prospective customers in your local marketplace. And the way through which that is accomplished is your Google business profile. Your Google business profile is your gateway to being discovered by local customers who are eager to do business with somebody just like you. They're gonna find you and then read your reviews and then based upon how those reviews either make the case that they should reach out to you or don't, they're going to reach out to you to do business with you. But the question is, are you even getting found on Google? And that's a question related to, are you ranking to be found? Uh, in the real estate space, for instance, there could be thousands, tens of thousands of other realtors in your local marketplace, each of whom has their own Google business profile. And so the question is, how do you optimize your profile to rank higher in Google? What's more, if somebody does a search on Google, like best realtor near me, for instance, those types of searches is trigger what's called the map pack, which this show we've covered it many times before. And the map pack only ranks the top three Google business profiles for that specific search in that specific area. So there's sort of two moving parts. What were the exact words they searched, the phrase they searched, the keywords, and where did they search it from or what area were they looking in and how optimized is your Google business profile to rank and get found for those customers to reach out to you as their listing agent, as their buyer's agent, as their local business of choice. That's what we're gonna talk about today is how to get your profile to rank higher on Google. So welcome to This Week in Marketing. My name is Jason Pantana, I'm your host, and today we're gonna talk about nine different cheat codes, if you will, to massively improve the ranking position of your Google business profile. Uh, warning, this is not going to be for the lighthearted. This will be a rather intense and technical conversation. So if you have a marketing manager, loop them into this conversation so you can start executing on the ideas you get from the show. Now, without further ado, let's dive into our topic today nine cheat codes to improve the ranking position of your Google business profile, i.e. get you found by more customers. Let's go. Cheat code number one is to harness categories and services with your Google business profile. Now, when you set up your Google business profile, business.google.com, uh, you'll access it through what's called the profile manager, or maybe it's called the control panel. It's simple. You simply Google the name of your business, ensuring that you're logged into the Google account with which your Google business profile is actually associated. And it reveals sort of an edit mode profile manager where you can edit and manage your Google business profile. And in it, the first button says edit profile. When you edit your profile, you can choose your name and a lot of other stuff we'll talk about. And one of the sections that you can update is what's called categories. You cannot wildly invent a category. You can declare a category. There's a finite set of categories per every respective local business industry that a Google business profile is relevant for. So in real estate, you have options like real estate agents, real estate agency, and so forth. Choosing the right category in the right order matters. So what you should do is run a bunch of Google searches. Do searches that you want to rank on, like best realtor near me, best realtor in your city, top real estate agents here and there, or whatever. Run as many searches as you think a customer might run that you would want to rank on, and then you'll notice in the map pack, it will say the primary listed business category of each respective top ranking profile. So if they all say in the map pack, real estate agency, then you can assume the best category to select is real estate agency. If it's a hodgepodge of real estate agency, real estate agents, then pick one or two. This is quite simple, in fact. Whichever category you see the most frequently in terms of ranking in the 
searches for which you want to rank becomes your first category, that is your primary category. The one you see ranking second most often, pick that one for your second category, and then maybe pick a third. You can't really choose too many categories, but here's what you can do. You can choose categories that dilute Google's confidence in your primary category. So if you choose, for example, real estate agency, but then you also choose sort of random ones like property management or kind of secondary, tertiary, a few steps removed from real estate agency, it will create a sense where Google's like, I'm not sure you actually are a real estate agency. My advice is probably real estate agency, real estate agents, real estate consultant. Uh, these terms, these labels vary from country to country. So use your own discretion based upon which ones you pick. But the idea is to choose the category that you see ranking the most frequently. Now back to that profile manager, there's also a button that says edit services. Think of it like this, services describe your categories. It's like adjectives and adverbs describe nouns and verbs. Services describe your categories. And so here's the trick, you can choose services. And so here's the trick. So you could choose hypothetically the exact search terms you wanna rank on like best realtor Nashville, top real estate agent, those types of phrases that you want to rank on could be declared as services, which sounds a little, eh, a little suspect, and I'll admit that it is, but it kind of works. So if you look at the map pack, you'll sometimes see what are called local justifications. Oftentimes there's a snippet from a review where it asserts this was indeed the best realtor, but it will also sometimes show in that little section in the map pack, it might say provides, and then it will embolden best real estate agent. And so what we're suggesting is not that you're necessarily the best real estate agent. We're simply trying to convince Google to think you are, to rank your profile so that customers can find you and then read your reviews and make that determination for themselves. Now, don't go too crazy. You don't add like 20 or 30 services. That's gonna be like spam deluxe, but maybe two or three goes a long way. So look at it like this. Choose the categories that you see ranking the most prevalently, the most often, and then choose a few choice services that are the verbatim search phrases you wanna rank on that further describe the category to reinforce and or optimize your profile to rank for those searches. Ergo, vis-a-vis, -vis, if somebody does a search for best realtor in Nashville and you've got all the right optimizations, kaboom, that gets you in the map pack. Theoretically, there's a lot more you can do, but this is the first cheat code out of nine. Hey, is the potential of your Google business profile literally blowing your mind right now? In terms of if I just did this, 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 and this, look what could happen. Look at the compound effect of more sellers, more buyers, more customers reaching out because they wanna work with you. If it is, and you wanna go to the next level and learn all there is to know about maximizing the return on a Google business profile, make sure to check out Google Business Boss. It's part of the Marketing Pro Training Suite. There's a link in the description for more details. Details. These courses are roughly three hours long each, and they go step-by-step, screen-by-screen with demonstration, tutorials, and best practices, so you can go from A to Z, rookie to rockstar on all things Google to take your marketing to the next level. Click the link in the description for more details. This leads us to cheat code number two, which is, and by the way, this is not for the fan of heart, on-page SEO essentials. On-page SEO essentials, SEO stands for search engine optimization. On-page is simply an SEO term that means on your website. There's off-page SEO and on-page SEO. Off-page SEO is what you do off of your website. So theoretically, your Google business profile is actually off-page SEO. Now we're gonna talk about on-page 
SEO. That is, what can you do on your actual website with which you have linked to from your Google business profile? Because Google business profiles aren't like a Facebook profile. Google's always Googling you. And so what you say or declare about your business on your website has a really big impact about what Google thinks about it in terms of whether or not it chooses to rank you or not on your Google business profile. So your website SEO matters a bunch. So here's a quick 10 item pre-flight checklist kind of idea for some basic SEO on your website. First item is to craft the right page title tags and meta descriptions. I, I told you this is not gonna be for the light of heart. Uh, page title tags, that just means put the right titles on your pages. Think about SEO through the lens of are you putting the right keywords in the titles of every page on your website? Uh, a lot of you have web pages that talk about the generic aspects of real estate. It doesn't declare where you're doing real estate, for instance. Be very specific. So if you have a page about selling a home, don't just say, uh, why list with us? Be more specific than that in terms of how you title the page. Maybe the page should say, uh, selling your lakefront, whatever location home with our team and name the team. The more specificity you can provide, you're giving additional support to Google to understand, oh, we should rank this person, this business on Google for searches like this because we can see clearly that they do business in this area and this kind of business. So from an SEO standpoint, recognize that there is a pecking order in terms of when Google scans your website looking for authority on a specific subject, it goes in sort of a ranking order the title tag is huge from an SEO standpoint. Title tags have more weight from an SEO standpoint than just words on screen somewhere in the body text of, for instance, a blog page or any kind of page on your website. What I'm trying to say to you is the titles on all the pages of your website are key grounds for claiming SEO. Location terms, the kind of work you do, reaffirming the name of your business and where you do it, reaffirm it in the title tags and also the meta descriptions, which is where you can put some not seen information, but you can give some additional context to Google that it can see on the backside of your webpage that would again, give it support and affirmation that it should rank you on those kinds of searches. Another best practice from an SEO standpoint, this one's again, super technical, is to utilize rich markup. That's a big old term. Uh, if you're adding images to your website, you could actually spruce those images up by editing their metadata, like the alt text, where you can give some additional commentary about what the photo is about, where you can add geo coordinates, like the longitude latitude to affirm where you do business. You're in this hyperlocal area, for instance. Uh, rich markup is sort of related to, uh, if you've ever done a Google search, uh, maybe it's for a property or something like that. It could be for anything. And sometimes you'll see the links listed on the results page, but to the right of a link, you might see a square little photo that kind of goes with the link. Well, the reason that photo's there is because of rich markup. What it means is Google read the metadata that further described what the image was and decided the image would help support the link and they're trying to make a better user experience for their searchers on the results page on Google. So my thought for you is, hey, if you're adding images to your website, take the time to mark them up a little bit. Geo coordinates and alt text. Another SEO consideration is for linking that is both inbound and internal linking. So internal linking means linking to other blogs, other resources within, because as Google crawls through your website, if it sees you linking from this page to that page, from that page to this page, it helps give Google a context for how your site is structured, but also inbound linking, also called backlinking is when other folks link to your website. If they've got domain authority, it can rub off on your domain by giving you more authority, which helps you rank better. Because remember, your, your website actually boosts your Google business profile's ranking position. So really work hard on getting good quality inbound links.
talk to your web developer to make sure that you have a sitemap. If you don't, you can go to Google Search Console and get a sitemap made very quickly and easily. You might have to Google that, but having a sitemap helps Google know how to crawl your website and understand the structure of your website. Be cognizant of your load times on your website. Do you have a fast or slow loading website? Pay attention to that because if it's slow, Google doesn't want to rank you. That's a sign of poor quality. So if you have a lot of really slow loading videos, maybe on your homepage, that could be hurting more than it's helping. Another SEO tip is to avoid redirects. So for example, if you own www.yourdomain.com, but if somebody goes there, it forwards to like a subdomain, uh, yourname.whatevercompany.com, that doesn't look great in terms of Google having confidence in your business ranking locally. Redirects are to be avoided. You should also talk to your web developer to ensure your site is SSL encrypted. That's when you're on Google Chrome and you see the little lock in the top left next to the URL. Uh, it means it's SSL encrypted and if it isn't, it doesn't look good. So talk to your web developer about that. You should also mention to your web developer or ask, hey, is my website mobily responsive? That means does my website have the ability to detect the dimensions of the screen viewing it, whether it's a tablet or a smartphone or a big computer monitor or whatever it is looking at it? Can it auto configure its uh, aspect ratio to suit whatever the device is? And last, our 10th item on the uh, SEO best practices pre-flight checklist is to make sure you've installed Google Analytics 4. It is the new version of Google Analytics. And here's the reason. Uh, the same Google that owns Google Analytics owns your Google business profile. And so if you've installed that tag, your Google Analytics 4 on the back end of your website, that adds an additional layer of authentication from Google's perspective that you're legit, you're credible, and they can feel confident ranking a, um, a verified validated business like yours. I told you this was not going to be for the faint of heart. We're talking about cheat codes to get your Google business profile ranking higher and higher. So we've talked about uh, categories and services, and we've talked about some on-page SEO best practices. Now we talk about how to optimize your NAP for search. What is a NAP? Well, that sounds good right now. It's an acronym. It stands for name, address, phone number, and it's the basic details of your profile. Have you optimized the NAP? What does that mean? Well, the name of your business is a strategic opportunity to optimize, but it comes with sort of a double-edged sword. There is an opportunity to integrate some choice keywords, maybe a location term like Nashville, for instance, if that's where you do business. Uh, maybe an industry term like realtor or real estate or realty. However, be very careful. Google has a lot of policies that talk about no no, no, when it comes to keyword stuffing. And so if Google believes that those terms were added on top of what your business is legitimately called in the real world, it can get you in trouble. So if you're going to go down the road of adding some keywords into the name of your Google business profile, a couple of thoughts for you. One, less is more. Don't do crazy overboard keyword stuffing or you will get suspended. Very, very high likelihood of that. And the other is make sure whatever you put in your profile is mirrored on your website because Google always Googles you. And if they go to your website and they find those keywords very well reinforced there, it's far less likely they're going to be suspicious of those keywords in your title from that point. Fourth on our list of cheat codes is to ensure that the location where you do business is included in the site tag on your website. So if you go to your website's homepage and you right click it like I was talking about before and you say view page source and then you do a word find for the term title, you'll see the word title in angle brackets, those less than greater than signs. I got that in the right order. And then whatever's in between those brackets in between the title tags is the title of the actual website. Is the location where you do business listed in that title or is it just the name of your business? You should include the location of where you do business. That's a big factor in terms of being able to rank your profile higher. Now I know this might seem a little bit backwards, like, wait a minute, Jason, 
we're editing our website to rank our Google business profile. That's right, it's kind of like playing a game of billiards. We're hitting the cue ball to hit the eight ball in the corner pocket, kind of an idea. If you do not see the location of where you do business in the title tag of your website, <clears throat> add it. Number five, I'm gonna talk more about phone number and address, but not on your Google business profile, actually on your website. It would be a best practice that you list the address of your business and the phone number of your business, like literally on every page of your website. So maybe in the footer section of your website, because that reinforces on every respective page of your domain authority for that specific location. So the question is, is your phone number and is your address, your office address, on basically every web page on your entire website. Because if it is, you're boosting your website's location authority and by extension, the location authority of your Google business profile, which means you're gonna rank higher. Sixth on our list of cheat codes to better rank your Google business profile is to quote unquote, harmonize external business listings. Your Google business profile is not the only web page on which your address is displayed. In particular, I'm looking at the address. So for example, websites like uh, BBB, like Yelp, like Zillow, like Realtor, like local.com, like MapQuest, the yellow pages, Yahoo Local, basically Google the name of your business and see wherever it shows up, even Foursquare, any kind of a reasonably known local listing kind of web page where the address of your business is shown is an opportunity to reinforce your location authority because if that address matches up with, and if the name as well and the phone number as well matches up with what you have specified about your business on your Google business profile and on your website, Google's like, it all checks out, it looks legit. We see matchy matchiness across the web. So when was the last time you did a Google search to scan and see how am I showing up on all these other little profiles that I don't really think matter that much, but where they matter is, do they work for you or against you in terms of Google's perception of your business? I bet you didn't even know you could have a MapQuest profile. Seventh on the list is to develop service-specific web pages. Now, I sort of brushed over this earlier on. Let's tackle it head on, I suppose. Uh, first and foremost, what are your services? Well, if you're in real estate, you should have service pages for buying a house, selling a house, investing in real estate, relocation, luxury perhaps. Any one of your services could have its own web pages where I could go to a menu, a navigation on your web page and click on services and I could see listing, uh, buying and all the different services you offer. We live in a world of AI where creating SEO enriched content through tools like ChatGPT is literally at your fingertips or your thumbs if you're using the mobile app. And so the ability to go into an AI like that and say, I wanna build out a thousand word web page that is designed for a service page on my website, feed it with all the right keywords, give it all the right prompts so that you get a web page that is completely SEO optimized so that when somebody Googles best realtor near me, Google does this whole little scan gymnastics to figure out who should be ranking. And it considers not only their profiles, but also their off-page SEO and all those random profiles that we just talked about on the last point. And it also looks at the respective websites of all the contenders who could rank. And it's doing this all in real time. And it looks at your webpage and it sees these services and it says, oh look, they have a page about listing agent or whatever it might be and the right terms are there and it gives Google a high degree of certainty and confidence that your business should rank for the search based upon what it found about you on Google. So the advice is you should make service pages on your website and you should use ChatGPT or Claude or Bard or whatever you use for generative AI text outputs to create an absolutely dialed in SEO ridiculous web page for every one of your services because it bolsters 
your Google business profile like crazy. Number eight on the list is keyword rich reviews. So when you're focusing on getting reviews, as you should be, you should also be talking to your customers about enriching those reviews with some specific keywords, like the name of your business, like the kind of business you're in, realtor, real estate, realty, terms like that, like where you do business, like what they did to work with you. They bought a house, they sold a house, they invested, they referred. Those kinds of terms and context in the reviews that your customers are publishing on Google are money because Google is reading your reviews and what your customers say about you and your business has a really, really strong impact on what Google believes about you. And so if you wanna rank higher, make sure to understand, well, what are the search terms, the search phrases you wanna rank on? Best real estate agent near me, best realtors near me. What are all those different phrases? And then have a casual conversation with your customers about, hey, I'm grateful for the review. If and when it makes sense, can you integrate any of these keywords? Because Google is gonna be reading those reviews, looking for those words and phrases to determine should it or shouldn't it rank you or your competitor in the map pack. Now, something else you could consider is, let's say for instance, you've got a bunch of reviews on Zillow and you wanna migrate your reviews from Zillow to your Google business profile. Well, you can't do that per se because the customer has to author the review. So it has to be your customer who posts the review on Google ultimately. However, I do see a very good opportunity to take the reviews from Zillow, run them through a tool like ChatGPT to infuse them with the right keywords, not where it looks suspect or like spam, because if it does look spamish, Google will filter it out and not publish it. But to then take the modified improved review and send it to your customer and say, hey, what do you think about this? This is based upon your Zillow review of us. Would you feel confident or comfortable posting this to our Google business page? and see what you get. At the end of the day, your reviews are money in terms of ranking on Google. Now, a lot of folks say, well, it's just easier to get five stars without the text. Five stars is good, but five stars with a text review with the right keywords in it is money. And last up, number nine is to revise the bio on your website about you. From a local SEO standpoint, your Google business profile seems to look at different sections of your webpage with a different level of importance. And one of the areas that is most important is your biography about you. Your bio isn't really about you. It's really about your customers, but it's also a strategic opportunity for you to enrich it with the right keywords that will help you rank on those key target search phrases that you want to get found on. The search phrases that trigger the map pack are phrases like best realtor near me, top real estate agents in Albuquerque. Those kinds of phrases trigger that map pack. And again, your website has a huge corollary to if you can strengthen it, it can improve your odds of your profile ranking higher in the map pack, which is Two thumbs up, it's great, it's what we want. All right, so what do you do with the bio? Well, think about those target search phrases. For example, if one of your phrases is best realtor in Nashville, you don't have to actually say you're the best realtor, but you could inject that idea into your bio. You could say, as a realtor proudly serving, or you could say like Jane Smith is a realtor proudly serving the X, Y, and Z community for the past 20 plus years, comma, striving to be the best realtor with whom any buyer or seller in the local such and such county area has ever worked. Something like that. And I just made that up off the cuff. But you're not necessarily saying you're the best realtor. You're saying you're striving to be the best realtor. But what Google will see is, oh, website says best realtor. Let's take it. Let's rank it. And so it's really thinking about those keywords. It's really thinking about how can, how can you create a system where your website and your Google business profile and your off-page SEO on all the other profiles that Google considers all say the same thing. And when they all say the same thing, it creates sort of a 
echo effect that gives Google greater confidence in terms of your authority to rank your profile on those searches in those areas for those terms. It's all about getting found by more customers on Google. One of the perks of SEO, search engine optimization, is I get it, it can be tedious and technical, but it's also a lot more set it and forget it. We live in a world where we're having to make content over and over and over again, and it can feel a bit like you're on a treadmill that's getting nowhere. Now that's not true, and I don't mean to be negative about video and content, but one of the perks of SEO is once you lock it in and once you start building authority, it starts to compound on top of itself, further cementing you in Google's mind's eye as the ultimate definitive choice in your local segment. So do the work now and reap the rewards forever. I wanna know what you think. Let us know in the comments. What are your hacks, tips, tricks, and best practices to level up your Google business profile ranking? Thanks so much for watching. Until next week, this is This Week in Marketing.